today, because I like having all the power, I would like you to tell me about another kind of person who has all the power. I would like you to tell me about Monopoly. A game where you play as a despicable landlord, screwing money out of your fellow contestants and ruining friendships and families alike. Thank you all very much for coming back. I thought that perhaps you would have gotten into a terrible falling out with your nearest and dearest and stormed off never to return. I'm very glad to see that's not the case and I'm looking forward to some monopolicious facts. I would like to start with Nathan Kenny. Did you know that in 2021, the London Palladium was meant to show Monopoly the musical? Um, this what? had been announced in 2019 and had been delayed and had been delayed. But in something that will surprise nobody who has ever played Monopoly, um, the musical got went bankrupt because of COVID. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so Monopoly the musical still has not been shown to this day. They could have called it but Mayfair if, Lady. Oh, that's so good. But here's the thing. If the, if the musical doesn't play, surely everyone else gets a chance to bid on getting the musical themselves. <laughs> yeah, Isn't that how the rules go? Oh, my gosh. I want to see that musical so much. I want to know what the songs were. Do you know any of the song titles, Kenny? I do not. I'm loving Angel Islington. <laughs> free, free parking. <laughs> Well, Sam, would you like to do this all day with another fact? Yes, I would. I've got the greatest fact. Um, did you know that in wars, sometimes prisoners are captured by Germans, and sometimes those people are British, and sometimes those people in prisoner of war camps get sent care packages, and sometimes those care packages are boxes of Monopoly. Fun for people to play, especially when you're trapped in a prisoner of war camp. However... Sometimes that Monopoly version that you've been sent is a secret version. And on the free parking square, there's a little red dot. And then that's the sign that it's a secret one. Then hidden within the tokens, there are little compasses, little metal tools, little maps for helping you get out. 35,000 British people escaped prisoner of war camps. And about a third of those were due to being sent these Monopoly versions. A third of all of the British escapees. I presume this was World War Two. I say yes. It must have been World War Two, yeah, because Monopoly mm -hmm. wasn't made until 1935, and it's uh, Monopoly iteration. So unlikely to be World War One in that case. Unless yeah. they had time travel back then, which would have oh, made no, a big cool. difference. No, they had invented Scotty Dogs at that point, so I don't see how it's possible. Exactly. Incredible, genuinely incredible. Oh. Tom, can you top Monopoly as an agent of war? Uh, I may not be able to top that, but I can certainly tell you what tops the T-Rex. Monopoly is the only game where a thimble tops the T-Rex. What? <laughs> See, I disagree with this. So I think you'll find that it actually happened uh, in 2017, uh, or 2019. So um, we all know the great pieces of Monopoly. We all have our favorite ones. We all, we, can we all name the pieces of Monopoly? Uh, I'll go first. Uh, dog. The little hat. The race um. car. Okay, this didn't work out as well because you all just kind of couldn't remember them. So um, we're going to move <laughs> on. Um, so 
the, the pieces themselves have been wheelbarrow. in a fairly constant state of flux. So wheelbarrow was uh, one. So the let's 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 tell you a story. So the, in uh, the original <laughs> Monopoly, didn't have any pieces. It, they just used like wooden chessy pieces, um, oh. and then they replaced them with metal tokens, uh, which was the car, the iron, the lantern, the purse, the rocking horse, the shoe, the thimble, and the top hat. However, in the same year, in 1937, a dog and a battleship were added. Boom. Mm -hmm. In the 1950s, Landon, purse, rocking horse, you're gone. Good. Dog, horse, and rider, wheelbarrow, you're in. Great. Cool. Bag of money gets voted in later on, 51% of the vote. Bag of money. However, That's a bit on the nose. <laughs> at that point, Cannon, horse and rider, retired in 2000. No new tokens take their place. Mm -hmm. So does the money bag gone? Eight tokens only. 2013 to 2017, uh, They've got some weird game piece decisions. The iron replaced by a cat in 2013. Three more pieces retired. Thimble, wheelbarrow, and shoe replaced by a penguin, Tyrannosaurus Rex, and a rubber duck. In 2022, the thimble was brought back, and unfortunately, the T-Rex was removed. That's fucked, eh? I hate that. Is, that. is that because his arms were too short to effectively move, like pick up money and properties from yeah. the board? He couldn't touch his community chest. Yeah, um, but this was all done through polls, so they would just poll um, the poll the people, and uh, the people chose a thimble over a T-Rex. People are, people are make real terrible dumb. decisions. <laughs> the the original piece was charm bracelet, right? That's um, the, yeah, and, and the cannon and the battleship were taken from an original failed game that had, that um, Parker Brothers made. Ah, oh, so we're just reusing old stock. Recycling is good. Cute. I thought you were going to say that the, there was a point in time where the T-Rex would wear the thimble as a little hat, which I thought oh, would have been adorable. Would but there's a hat. He could have just worn the hat as a hat. Yeah, but it's not as adorable as wearing a thimble as a hat. <laughs> I want to see the dog use the thimble to do some actual knitting. That'd be good. <laughs> good. Can we hear Sam do a fact? I'd like to tell you about the many different versions of a Monopoly that have been. You may have noticed that there is a New Zealand version of Monopoly. There is a Wellington version of Monopoly. There is a Palmerston North version of Monopoly. That one's bad. <laughs> There are many different versions. Um, I found some, uh, there's a Super Mario version, great. There's a Friends version, which is weird because they hang out in like two locations, so <laughs> weird. And, and both of them are right next to each other, so it's not quite cheap. <laughs> they're, they're also rent-controlled, famously, so There is a new Millennials version of Monopoly where... Um, you just no one has money no one has money you just keep going around the board <laughs> staying at your friends houses and sleeping on their couches um my four favorite versions of monopoly all came from the simpsons when lisa's going through the versions of the, that they have and the ones they have are star wars monopoly rasta monopoly gallipolopoly <laughs> and edna Krabopoly, which has a sexy picture of edna Krabopoly on the front cover how do you get someone to make Palmerston North Monopoly? I can only assume that was some kind of petition or make a wish situation. Yeah, for a dying city. Yeah. <laughs> Swindon also has a monopoly, and I feel that they've just gone for whatever city in New Zealand was closest Most to closely resembles Swindon. <laughs> it was really brave of the Gore version to have that suck dick for $15 card. <laughs> Yeah, that's way above the going rate. Tom, would you mind elevating the discussion? But I'm going to have to change my fact. That's okay. So, Mr. Moneybags, the logo of Monopoly, never wore a monocle. 
Mm. Oh, this is one of those Mandela effects. things, isn't Mandela it? Yeah. Yeah. He has never worn a monocle, uh, which actually will lead me to, my, to a late effect. But no, he, he's never had worn a monocle uh, the entire way through. People think they might have got him confused with um, the Peanuts, yeah. uh, Mr. Peanut, yeah, which um, I guess Peanuts <laughs> and Monopoly kind of goes well together. Um, if you pay Peanuts, you get... Well, no, I don't know what I was doing. Don't worry. Investigated by the Labour Commission. Yeah, so his actual name is Mr. Mr. Moneybags, um, otherwise known as Milburn Moneybags. Um, but there, Milburn. Are three, there are two other characters um, in the Monopoly set, uh, and those characters are... The dog? Uh, they, no. Uh, so the, 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 the cat has a name. The cat is called Hazel. but um, The policeman. The policeman is called Edgar Mallory. Oh. Oh. And the person who is in the go to jail is called Jake the Jailbird. And they were created by uh, F.O. Alexander, who was a cartoonist um, back in the day. Yeah. Also, extremely unrepresentative of the population at large, being 100% male, which is pretty cool because I guess it means that reproduction in the Monopoly universe happens by parthenogenesis, which is quite cool. Give them a break, Gene. It was 1937. We didn't even know women existed back then. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, can you lift our spirits, please? Oh. So I'm sure Sam knows this. If you go along to McDonald's at the moment, what's on all of the um, the the more expensive hamburgers? McDonald's Monopoly. Yes, McDonald's is Monopoly is, sauce. is on at the moment. And it may be known to you, or it might not, that for 12 years in the United States, McDonald's Monopoly was completely rigged. Yeah. Um, there was a guy called Jerry Jacobson. He was an ex-cop, and he was hired to be... Um, the man in charge of security for McDonald's Monopoly. And he, yeah, went out of his way to rig it. So he started small. He gave um, <laughs> one of the rare pieces that got you $25,000 to his stepbrother. He then decided to push the boat out and he gave one of the $1 million pieces. Um, let me get this right. St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital he gave it to just Aww. to see what happened and mcdonald's despite the, so he sent it in anonymously and despite the fact that you weren't meant to transfer them mcdonald's went okay fair enough i'll let that happen and then he got braver and braver and braver and he um so there was a computer program that determined which factory and which um like um wrapper things got put in and he started rigging that so it was close to him and close to his friends and all that sort of thing mm. yeah and eventually he got snapped so um yeah, for 12 years. Because they noticed that all of the prizes were going to one small town in the United States. There's a really good documentary about it. It's called McMillions, and it's oh, it's great. Eat all the McDonald's you'd like, Sam. The odds are against you. I am one pink <laughs> um, token away from winning a TV. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm definitely going to win. Well, apparently it's really hard to win even if you do get all the tickets because you have to have proof of purchase. I get all mine through Uber Eats, so I'll have it there as well. I'm definitely <laughs> going to win this TV. <laughs> there you go. Also, I just want to point out, New Zealand Monopoly prizes are shit compared to America's. Oh, yeah, it's a picture of a TV. I think Sorry, our I biggest prize is like a lease, a lease of a car for 12 months or something. <laughs> so what you're saying is that America has a monopoly on good prizes. Oh, very well done. Oh. Right, just it for that, Tom, you can give us our next fact. Monopoly has gone from aliens to Jumanji. Wow. So we spoke of, a, of an aliens musical. Uh, well, uh, there was going to be an aliens movie. In fact, there is supposed to, oh, sorry, there's a, uh, supposed to be a Monopoly movie. Um, and 
In fact, there's been one kind of in the works since 2008, and it was originally slated to be directed by Ridley Scott. What? Of Aliens. So I assume, like, do not pass go, do not collect $200 bursting out of your chest, uh, be just half of the course. Apparently, it's going to be like a Sigourney Weaver is, yeah. Sigourney Weaver is Melbourne money bags. Yeah, and then you just jail, see a, a cat eating the one rare ticket that you all need in the corner. Nyan, 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 nyan. But so, yeah, so um, it was originally going to be directed by Ridley Scott and then kind of went into production kind of chaos for a while and uh, now it is supposed to be um it, it's been handed on to the director of um fantastic four movie the, the the first one the good one which is also good um with tim story um who is uh pretty much directs every single movie that kevin hart is in so kevin hart is <laughs> his production company has taken over the story for monopoly and he's going to be starring in it amazing i hope he's jake the jailbird who was it fox someone like that they had the rights to Monopoly four, <laughs> and they um to keep the rights they had to make a version of the movie to hang on to it. So they made a really cheap one. Um, all the actors in it didn't know that it was just being made as this cheap thing. They thought it was absolutely fantastic. And so uh, since it was made and shot and it's very bad, they have then um raised lots of money to try and get this movie released. Um, and it's part in season four of Arrested Development. They joke about it and um like sue storm being played by um oh what's her name debris her name is she's an actress she's great she's very funny um her name is <laughs> question is fantastic four from the enid blyton universe <laughs> <laughs> jen is that you uh not when i was in tragically i want to know do we know anything about the story what what the story of the monopoly movie is uh, no, because no one knows. Because originally, Ridley Scott was like, it's going to be about greed and, you know, dark. And Kevin Hart and Tim's story, like, uh, it hasn't even really been written yet by the looks of it. It looks like they're more focused on, as far as when I'm looking at Tim's stories, um, I am DV, they're more focused on uh, Ride Along 3. I didn't even know there's Ride oh. Along 2, so I'm missing out. I saw Ride Along 2 in I the movies. I haven't even heard of Ride Along 1. It's quite funny that there are hundreds and hundreds of Monopoly games. Um, like, <laughs> um, only one Monopoly movie, so they're tied Only one Monopoly commission. You'd think they'd be all over there. <laughs> Maria Bamford. Oh, really? She's so good. She's so good. Right, Kenny, for that wonderful Monopoly commission fact, you can have the next fact, please. Oh, another fact. That's cool. Mm. Uh, so, uh, we were talking about the not being a Monopoly movie, but there was an Emmy award winning monopoly documentary called under the boardwalk the monopoly story what will blow your mind is who is in it um it's a cavalcade, is it the of, cavalcade of stars so people like hank azaria Whoa. alec baldwin paul rudd um selma hayek's in it and um samuel l jackson is what? in it samuel l jackson like, friend of the podcast uh, so he's playing a fictionalized version he's of the like, uh, like, no, I don't know, but he, he's playing a, a recapitulation of one of the scenes of Monopoly's history. He's and, on um, the, yeah. um, he's the train conductor and he says, I've had enough of these motherfucking snakes on these motherfucking trains. I'm just very confused as to why they got all these people to do reenactments in the documentary. <laughs> I don't think Emmy... I've ever seen a documentary that used reenactments before, like in any significant context wouldn't you be if you're watching a documentary and you're like wait a minute is it is it paul rudd <laughs> i've been half my time just like is this samuel l jackson <laughs>
Sam Smith. Jen, what do you think you could do in one hour, 45 minutes and 35 seconds? Nah. Mm -hmm. What do you know? That's actually the world record for visiting all the places on the Monopoly board, the London version. So they started playing on your own or with someone else? I think on your own. Hmm. So one guy, it's it's Oh, visiting it in real life, not in sitting there on the board rolling the <laughs> yeah. dice. Okay. I was that'd be quite easy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How does it take you an hour and a half? It's a really long time. <laughs> Did you know that the shortest ever game of Monopoly took nine years? The um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So to visit all these places, it's between it's between thirteen and fifteen miles, depending on how what directions you take. But yeah, they start at Old Kent Road and it ends up at uh, Angela's Linton. And there is actually um, someone was inspired by this to make uh, the Monopoly pub crawl. Which is where yeah. you visit 26 pubs, one for each of the Jesus. locations, in one day. There must it's be so many people who go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> when I first moved to London, I lived quite near Angel, and I met someone in a pub who was doing the Monopoly pub crawl. I think they were fairly incoherent by that stage. Um, yeah, <laughs> They've only done the browns and then the blue. Yeah. it's nah, you, you, go, you can go in any order in the record, but if you did it I in order. I think you kind of have to, yeah. I went to London. I I grew up in England, and we went to London on a holiday in twenty um two thousand and seven, and we went to Leicester Square, and we thought, okay, we're gonna we're gonna take the afternoon. No. We're gonna head to we're gonna head to Trafalgar Square. So we thought we'll go for a big long walk. That'll take us out the whole afternoon. Um, that's roughly mm -hmm. two blocks. We were there in seven minutes. <laughs> I think, is, is it that section that's the most expensive train journey in the world? I think it's the one where if you stand on one of the platforms and kind of lean into the track, slightly over the yellow line, very naughty, you can actually see the other platform yeah. of the other station around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah. if, you, if you do it, and because it's zone one, so it's like four pounds or something, I yeah. think per, per kilometre, it's the most expensive train journey in the entire world. That's fantastic. There's a few tricks where you can tell people, oh, I'll race you from this place to this place. <gasps> and you look at the yes. track tube map and you think, oh, I'm going to have to change like three times. And in actual fact, it's like 200 meters in a straight line. Oh, so. there's one video that you can find on Twitter. I can't remember which two stations it is. I think it's Bank and one of the next ones. Oh, and racing the, yeah, out of yeah, the Yeah, there's a guy who yeah. gets off at one station and then runs oh, up to the yeah, ground yes. and gets yeah. out and then runs down into the next station and barrels back onto the train. Back onto the it's same train they left, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And the passengers are really into it once they realise it's not a terrorist situation. It's yeah. <laughs> I am now going to take a short break uh, because we need to have a word from our sponsors. Oh. Glistening gold, dazzling diamonds, beautiful brilliance, maybe a dragon, if you love treasure, you're not alone. Here at Big Fact Hunt, we love nothing more than cracking open a pirate chest or two at the end of a long day and draping ourselves in strings of gemstones, <laughs> twinkling like shiny, extremely valuable sausages. That's why we're excited to partner with iGoblin, an online treasure repository. If you use the promo code BONA420 to open a new trove, they'll even throw in 69 free pearl necklaces the first time you deposit your spoils. That's BONA420 for iGoblin online shiny hoarding. That's where I keep most of my gems. I just wanted us to partner with someone really relatable who like, yeah. people the everyday people get on board with. I like that it's iGoblin, like it's a like it's an Apple product. Kenny, can you give us a fact, please? Me again? Oh, goodness. Yep. Um, so Monopoly, um, you may, uh, this is one of those facts that empirically you like, 
yes, that is entirely sensible. Um, in 2021, a survey found it is the board game that causes more fights than any other board game. <laughs> Uno was second, which puzzled me, A, because I don't think of Uno as particularly um, nasty. And also, it's not a board game, it's a card game. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah but, um, Maybe that's why it's people insisting, we should play a board game, I want to play Uno. <laughs> But there's a couple of uh, murders that are directly attributable to what? losing a monopoly. Whoa! In 19, the most brutal one that I could find. Um, uh, in 1991, a married couple bit a 50-year-old man to death with a claw hammer because he bit them at the monopoly. I didn't <laughs> oh, know claw shit. hammer was one of the pieces. <laughs> it's that would be special, really impressive. Like a it's one of the special RAF escape ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, wait. Holy that shit. Amazing. Also, I appreciate you playing to your audience with the grisly true crime aspect. Thank you. And murdering people. <laughs> and murdering people, it. which my other hobby. Oh. Fantastic. Sam, can you top that fact? Um, no, I can't. But what I'll do, in fact, yeah. is I'll I'll talk about like sort of the start of Monopoly because it was actually um the first sort of version of it was invented by a lady called Lizzie McGee, who was do you know of her? I know about the landlord's game. The landlord's yep. game. This is the exact mm -hmm. game that I'm talking about. Um, so she invented that basically as a thing of like, hey, look how dumb capitalism is. This is a really stupid game and everyone hates it. And it's really boring and it's shit. <laughs> and then, um, and, and she was apparently, she was amazing. She was like into comedy and like engineering and she seems incredible. Her dad worked with Abraham Lincoln somehow. Wow. The hat. That's where the hat oh. comes from. That's exactly right. So she um she made this 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 game that was really dumb, really boring, based just on luck. It was a stupid game that everyone would hate. And then this guy Charles Darrow came along, and he was like, "No wait, what if we just like put these things on and things?" There was actually a version within the landlord's game that there's another version that you then play later with a sort of you sort of flip the board over and play it with slightly different rules, and all the it's money gets spread, here, spread around more heavily. Yes. He's like, no yeah, way. And it's guys. basically communism. That's right. And everyone's better off. So, this game was designed to be like capitalism is dumb and has since, like, for the last 80 years, been sort of the greatest board game <laughs> of all time, unrivaled by anything else. Tom. Um, I'd like to springboard off Sam's fact um, with uh, another version of Monopoly. It's called Ms. Monopoly, which was the famous version of Monopoly. <clears throat> and it was, uh, Hasbro pitched it as the first game where women make more than men. So when you passed Go, uh, women got $240 and men only got $200. <laughs> uh, women started off with $1,900 and men only started off with $1,500. Um, the the pieces were uh, the properties were things were like inventions that women had made, like Wi-Fi, oh, um, Spanx, great. chocolate chip cookies, um the tokens. Strong, ended strong. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part of this is that that it wasn't well received it was badly received by everyone including a lot of like feminist researchers particularly because uh they failed to acknowledge um lizzie mcgee as the inventor of monopoly amazing just just going off that as well wi-fi was invented by hedy lamar like yeah. who's a famous yeah. actress who was just into uh like that kind of stuff Tell me about frequency hopping. Yeah, because it was also used to um decode uh, to encode messages during the war. Yeah, yeah. She worked and, uh, for the the uh, like Department of Defense or whatever. Yeah, incredible. So yeah, she was an actress. She's mentioned in um 
Uh, how about a date with Hedy Lamar? You're going to get it. Um, you're going to get it from Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. And call back to our Little Shop of Horrors episode. Exactly them. right. Oh. Uh, can I have some quick facts, please? The man who owns the most Monopoly boards uh, has 3,100 different versions of it, and he has not played Monopoly for 20 years. Is that because it's, he has no friends? It's because he hates Monopoly, and he's just bought them. He's got... Uh, it's the biggest Monopoly collection in the world, and it's it's worth um, 150,000 pounds, which I thought, oh, that's not... That doesn't seem that much. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm going to quickly go back to one of the best quotes of all time involving Monopoly. And you must be the Monopoly guy from Ace Ventura When Nature Calls, which is uh, an amazing thing. So I wanted to find out who the Monopoly guy was in that movie. Uh, he oh. is a guy. Uh, he's um, billed as skinny husband, uh, sorry, skinny gentleman. Um, but that is Michael Reed Mackay. Now, what I really love about Michael Reed Mackay is Michael that uh, this skinny husband uh, is like the title of Ace Ventura. He has also played skinny man and buddy skinny guy in the battle of shaker heights and in raging angels quick uh, shift from his normal typecast mid-sized demon <laughs> so the orange properties are the best properties because you're most likely to land on them because you're actually most likely to be sent to jail that's the most occupied board part Tell in the that. whole game and just after that is the orange properties but you've also got a good chance of being sent to other places nearby there so orange properties best ones to buy and the best piece is actually the iron because it's small people are less likely to notice when it lands on their properties and are less likely to charge you rent <laughs> and if you throw it hard enough it'll just pierce a guy's skull straight through <laughs> i would like to just take this moment to monopolize the conversation and say thank you to my three wonderful big fact hunters we've had some amazing facts um sam the fact that monopoly was a trojan horse in world war ii i think is incredible um, Kenny, the rigging of Mac is Monopoly. I feel very vindicated and justified. Um, Sam, obviously, I love the Monopoly pub crawl. It's one of my favorite activities ever. Um, Tom, I love that you went into so much detail of Monopoly Guy's IMDb page. I think that shows commendable and slightly concerning. I love um, so much. Dedication. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think the fact of the episode has to go to Kenny for the weirdly star-studded Under the Boardwalk documentary, which I don't understand, so but I'm very excited about. Um, so yeah, pass uh, collect two hundred dollars in your <laughs> congratulations. Uh, thank you very much. Um, I I hope this has been less painful than every game of Monopoly. <laughs> yeah, I guess unlike Monopoly, we actually know how to win this game. <laughs> Nobody cried as well. Which is we, good we're just gonna this is the, this uh, this podcast is like monopoly because we're just gonna keep doing it until one of us gets angry and flips the board and fucks off. <laughs> um, and until that day comes, I hope you, dear listeners and watchers, will be there with us. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, please comment your favorite monopoly fact. I was disappointed nobody mentioned the guy who bought actual things with Euro Monopoly money the day it came out because nobody knew what the new Euro notes looked like. Incredible. Um, any other facts, please comment them below our YouTube video. Please like and subscribe to the podcast version if you're listening audibly. Um, and we will see you next week for a brand new Bat Hunt. Peace. Ta-ra!